Welcome in and welcome back. Another season, another topic, another round with Chris Montalbano. We are back again and uh, we're talking MIDI. And this time we're talking advanced DFX strategy and supply chain paradigm shift for medical device development. I know a lot of you have heard the words supply chain a lot. Um, and we're going to talk about this because obviously it's affecting everything right now. Episode one here of this round, which we're recording on St. Patrick's Day. Hopefully you are wearing your green no matter where you are, um, even though this might be a few weeks later, so be it. The value of concurrent engineering for the inclusion of DFX in medical device development um, and the concurrent engineering properly operationalized under ISO 13485. Chris Montalbano joins us once again. Christopher, um, thank you so much. CEO of MIDI Medical Product Development. For folks who are just jumping in and maybe you're just jumping in with this one, you know, such a timely topic, uh, let's talk a little bit and make sure we get everybody up to speed on uh, how you establish MIDI. Absolutely, Matt. MIDI is a second generation owned medical device development firm located right outside of New York City, and it was started by my father. I run MIDI as a co-owner with my brother, and we've been in business over 50 years, assisting clients in taking the next step in their medical device development infusing innovation and competitive differentiation using our development DNA approach. Thanks so much for that background, um, catching everybody, getting everybody up to speed. Now, this subject of addressing supply chain issues appears and continues to be appearing to be quite important and relevant topic for medical device manufacturers to integrate into their development strategies, you know, specifically in relation to the material and the components shortages in today's economic environment. Although, how is it related to an advanced DFX strategy? And also, can you define DFX? Certainly. So DFX is sometimes referred to as design for excellence. And we at MIDI operationalize the X in DFX as a variable, meaning DFX addresses, for example, DFM, design for manufacture also addresses DFA, designed for assembly. And this is just to mention a few. Later in the podcast series, we'll take a deeper dive on the many definitions of DFX and the advantages of early onboarding this approach into an optimum medical device development cycle, some of which include, number one, shortening development timelines with rapid time to market. Number two, minimizing development cost. Also importantly, number three, ensuring a smooth transition into production. Fourth, mitigating supply chain risk, especially given the current state of world affairs. And number five, improved device quality. Okay, so from what you described, it would appear to me uh, and to most out there that any medical device manufacturer would need to accommodate DFX for proper manufacturability. Isn't this the natural part of development, which has to be addressed in order to prepare a device for market? You know, we talk so often about those checklists and those mile markers along the way. I feel like this should have been a, a big mile marker. Exactly. Great question, Matt. So certainly DFX needs to be addressed at some point in the development cycle for the device to be manufactured. Although realize DFX is often considered an afterthought in device development waiting until the device concept has matured for the introduction of these thoughts and methods. So this podcast series will explain the strategic advantages of considering DFX early in your development paired with how it can be properly operationalized within the product development approach 
of your ISO 1345 QMS, meaning quality management system. Now, additionally, as a result of COVID, associated supply chain shortages will show how a strategic DFX approach early on will yield dividends once it is time to ready for pilot production. So this is what we refer to as the medical device supply chain paradigm shift. For medical device developers, this appears to be a critical consideration given the world's current state of affairs. How do you recommend stepping us through this DFX strategy and supply chain paradigm shift? Well, first, as medical device developers know, the engineering team needs to be very premeditated about the introduction of any new procedural operational method under their ISO 1345 QMS. So to operationalize DFX early in the development cycle, you need to develop under a concurrent engineering approach. Can you define for us what this approach entails and how that might be different from alternative approaches? Certainly. Let's start off describing a conventional engineering approach. That type of approach usually follows a sequential device development strategy that can make it difficult to look forward in the development cycle, inhibiting the potential preemptive mitigation of future problems. As a result, if something goes wrong at a future point in the cycle, the design usually needs to be heavily altered, causing unnecessary programmatic delays, introducing stress on the development team, and wasting time and money. Now, in contrast, a concurrent engineering approach which is often operationalized under an agile development method, centers around two concepts. First, a device's full life cycle must be taken into consideration early in the design phase. Note that when this is operationalized, DFX is one of the key elements which comes into play here, being introduced early in the program. A second concept, being that all design activities should occur simultaneously rather than consecutively. This work methodology emphasizes the parallelization of tasks, performing them concurrently. Now realize DFX, again, is one of those key activities. This approach really appears to be quite methodical and one that's going to mitigate risk in a device development approach, accelerating it rapidly to market in a very efficient way. Now, based upon DFX being a key element in this approach, can you expand upon, as you previously referred to it, quote, operationalizing the X in DFX, end quote? So later on in the podcast series, we'll expand upon how very important the early integration of DFX is in the development process tied to the various DFX approaches. Although for now, we need to explain the integration of such an approach into an engineering team's ISO 1345 quality management system. So at this point, it is important to make reference to the FDA's document called Design Control Guidance for Medical Device Development. This guidance document starts off describing the application of design controls and risk management as applied to a traditional waterfall design process where development tasks occur in series and not in parallel. Now, while the waterfall model is useful for introducing the concept of design controls, the FDA recognizes that the use of the waterfall methodology is limited in practice, given that it's a linear approach. The FDA acknowledges that there's a superior development path, 
whereby feedback loops are deployed between each phase of the development process, representing an iterative nature of device development. They acknowledge and write, and I quote, this level of detail has been omitted from the waterfall design process diagram to make the influence of design control on the design process more distinct and clear. Makes sense. What, what superior development path is the FDA referring to? Well, interestingly enough, within the FDA guidance document, they're referring to concurrent engineering, and it actually makes reference to it. They acknowledge this process is superior and encourage its integration into the operationalizing of your ISO 1345 QMS. Although at the same time, they make you aware is written in the guidance, and I quote, the concurrent engineering model of development usually require a comprehensive matrix of reviews and approvals to ensure that each component and process design is validated prior to entering production. Well, then how does MIDI address operationalizing concurrent engineering under their ISO 1345 QMS? So we have a, a SOP, meaning a standard operating procedure in our QMS called product realization. And in that SOP, we have procedural steps documented and also block diagram maps outlining the implementation of concurrent engineering using what we call our innovation roadmap under MIDI's development DNA approach. MIDI executes upon that approach using a rapid agile device development methodology under our quality first umbrella. So it is the agile method of operating which allows MIDI's team to perform the concurrent engineering. That to me is fascinating. Although how would the listeners learn more about MIDI's innovation roadmap? Matt, thanks for asking that. Realize this is quite a deep topic and therefore has its own podcast and white paper devoted to explaining how it works and its operationalization under the ISO 1345 QMS. Anyone who has interest in this, please feel free to email or call me at the contact information which is about to be provided. Meanwhile, in our next podcast for this current series, we will begin to focus specifically on the DFX component of our agile concurrent engineering approach, outlining an advanced DFX strategy for medical device development. You've been listening to MIDI's Innovation Vault series on advanced DFX strategy and supply chain paradigm shift for medical device development with CEO of MIDI Medical Product Development, Chris Montalbano. If you have any questions or comments on today's podcast or would like to schedule a complimentary consultation with Chris about your business, you can reach him by phone at 1-631-467-8686 or email innovation at midipd.com. That's M-I-D-I-P-D.com. If you enjoy this podcast content, please follow MIDI on social media to download informative industry-related white papers and industry-supporting material at www.midipd.com. That's M-I-D-I-P-D dot com. 